This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Yes, it is. Happy Monday. Welcome to the show. I'm Austin Norman, joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA veteran, Mr. Eric Strickland. Popping in the yellow today. Popping in the yellow. Sun shining. Mm-hmm. Stricky shining too a little bit. I'm, I'm feeling really good, man. I got some great rest. Had a great time. Always, it's always a great time. My friend and our friend of the block. Terrence Badgett, we got to hang out a little bit this weekend, watch some watch some games, play a little bit of dominoes. Um, had a really good time. Glad the storms didn't kill us and hit too hard on us. Uh, they hit and passed over, so that was good. Uh, but a beautiful day today, Austin. It's Monday, Manic Monday. That it is. Full week of content coming up uh, for you here on the block. Two to four every weekday here on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Free to follow. Uh, free to turn your notifications on to make sure you don't miss anything going on here at the ticket. Also free for you, ways to get in touch with us uh, at Twitter, at Eastrick20, and at Austin underscore Orman. Or the uh, Starter Heyman text line It's probably the best way we catch that the most, 402-464-5685. Any thoughts that you might have, send them our way on the text line. Uh, before we get going, do have to thank Mary Ellen's as well, sponsor you see in the bottom corner of the stream. Don't just see it in the bottom corner of the stream. Get there. Get not there. today. Not tomorrow. Wednesday. Get there. Wednesday, absolutely. Uh, quick, also want to give a good shout-out to um, Bantamweight champion, Ajame Sterling. Um, Henry Cejudo had been out uh, for, I mean, I don't know, like a thousand-something days. A long time out of, um, of, of MMA comes back gets a shot he's 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 one of the toughest a four-time champion and and also a multi multi-divisional champion um but you can't discount the champion like i i saw i saw some of the fight he was he hurt him a couple of times uh sterling but the heart of a champion continues to endure he fought through um he's one of the best i mean you gotta stop fighting him at this point i mean he's He's been there a long time, so shout out to him. Because the reason I wanted to reference that as well, because DP happened to find himself going out there and uh, enjoying the festivities of, of – and if you've never been to an MMA fight, um, Austin or any of our listeners, I would advise you to go. It, it is a spectacular event, and I'm talking about people from all across the world. Um, I, I will say the best one that I got to see, um, if, you're, if you're an MMA fan – the best one I saw was when um, John Bones Jones uh, fought and it almost lost to um, Kale Sonnen, Chael Sonnen, the okay. first one. And I was out there. I went to all the pre-fight stuff. This is at the time when uh, Zions was uh, sponsoring. And so I actually got to go down underneath and meet with all these Ooh. these guys. It was 
It was a phenomenal time, and uh, I would advise you to go if you get an opportunity to go see a MMA fight. That's just a world I know so little about in sports. Yeah. The boxing, MMA, UFC, any of it, I just don't understand. But from you, from DP, everyone that I've ever heard has been to one of these. Yeah. It's a great event because there's so much going on. Just the, the pomp and circumstance around it. Because, Drick, I'm so used to, you know, the rhythm of, of football where you play every week. Basketball every mm-hmm. few days. Baseball you're playing every night. But these are events. Like, these are people's careers on the line every yeah. time they step into that ring, that octagon, whatever, you know, modus you're, you're going to be fighting in. Just having stakes that high every time you step in the ring, that would have to make the event that much better. Yeah, and and I would also I would also say before we uh, move on to the next topic uh, or either hit a break, um, I would also have to say that um, I find it interesting even more so than boxing because I think boxing went through a it went through some years, um, you know, after Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, and those crews, especially at the lower divisions, it went through a phase where I was seeing boxers like for example. Um, some people may not like him. I think he's a technical boxer, like crazy Floyd Mayweather, for instance, instance. very, very good technical, but there was a fight that he had fought early on in his career. I think he, it's marred. I think there's a few of them that you could say he probably lost, but this one between him and sweet pea, uh, Pernell Whitaker, when, and when he was still kind of in his prime. Um, I think that broke him because he knew he won that fight. Like it, mm-hmm. it was one, and so I think boxing to me got to a point, Austin, where I was just very disappointed. It seemed like they were just kind of pushing certain guys through, even though they may not have had great outings. It was, it was, it, it seemed kind of had a corruptness feel to it, and I lost, I lost the saber for it, and I think that's when I shifted over to the MMA because it just, it, it was authentic. It was like. You know, you had to be multi-skilled. Some guys could get so far. And I think that applies across all spectrums of sport. I think at some point, you're going to get to a point where people are going to figure you out. Um, And you have to become better in some way, some form, uh, reinvent yourself. And I think, like, for example, I think that's what happened to, like, Des Bryant. For so long, he was such a physical specimen, so dominating, just mm-hmm. didn't have the speed, but he was just, he could just beat you with physicality in so many different ways. And then it caught up with him and, and you, you have to reinvent yourself. And I don't think sometimes players don't. And this is mm-hmm. what I think makes, you know, guys like Michael Jordan great, even LeBron, you know, because his athleticism for so, for so long, then he had to develop a jump shot. So, yeah, that's just part of it. You see that across sports, whether it's LeBron adding yeah. a jump shot, it's Des Bryant working to add some speed, something like that. Or, you know, baseball. You have a guy yeah. that's used to throwing 100 miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. Can't do it by the yeah. time he gets to his mid-30s. He's got to develop that secondary pitch. He's got to get better at location. Or hitters. Or hitters. You know, you know you're, you're a pole so guy. Pole, pole, pole. Yeah. Can, can you sit back, take the fastball the other way when you can't yeah. catch up to it? That's where I think Bruce Lee is right and wrong. You know, he'd rather, you know, face someone that's practiced – 10,000 kicks once rather than one kick 10,000 times. Like, yeah, you got to practice that one kick 10,000 times, but there is also value in being able to diversify your portfolio, mm-hmm. be a little bit unpredictable, mm-hmm. regardless of the sport you're playing. And, and, and that's what I love about sports is, is it's such a great educator. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an educator in life. I think it's an educator uh, across spectrums, not just in the sport. I think sports taught me so much more about life, about business, 
about being a, you know, integrity, about family, mm-hmm. about worth ethic, about so many things. And I tell kids in school all the time, I'm like, listen, um, not everybody likes school. I didn't like school. No, not, not most people don't. You ain't go to school um, to play school? Yeah, you know what I mean? No. Um, but again, as we talked about just a little bit earlier, a lot of what school taught me helped me in sports to be good and great and work and, mm-hmm. and to be better. Um, there's a lot of lessons also in life that I was able to learn and apply, um, how to relate, uh, how to work with somebody you don't necessarily like Mm -hmm. how to, uh, how to deal with coaches that, uh, don't, that's the same thing as dealing with a boss that you don't get along. I mean, it's all these different elements that sports taught me about because you have to learn how to navigate those systems, uh, in different parts of your life. That you do. Uh, any life lessons that you learned from sports text line, drop them on us. We'll keep sharing that wisdom throughout the show. Um, on the stream on YouTube, Brandon sets up our next segment perfectly. Lakers, double yeah. exclamation point. That's where we're going to go next. A crazy weekend in the NBA. Two series are now tied at two games apiece. Uh, the Lakers lead the Warriors, and it's the Heat leading the Knicks right now. We'll dive into that with Strick's thoughts. Uh, what's he seen out of especially the Lakers and is Boston letting this series slip away? Ooh. Seems like they've done it twice now. We'll dive into NBA headlines as we continue here, Hour 1 on the Block.